Do we have a guest? Oh, no, I forgot to tell you they can't come. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, forget about the fancy blanket. This is not as important as I thought. Okay. <laughs> like you've already lost my respect. There's nothing that can be done here. Also, this was a two-hour-long movie. Yeah, this is going to be the worst episode we've ever done about the worst feeling movie we've ever watched. Oh my, that's harsh. <laughs> Buckle this up. This movie brought me joy and happiness. How do you feel about children getting murdered by each other, Josh? I don't know. What was this? I kind of chose the theme-ish for this month, and it was mostly because I wanted to watch this and Hunger Games, because I feel like everybody talks about how similar they are, but I don't think it's ever really discussed in detail, aside from like, oh yeah, a bunch of kids die. Right. And so I chose this. I did this to us under the premise of the theme was supposed to be kid murder, or like kids getting tortured, I guess. I thought it was kids killing kids. Well, but there weren't that many movies like that. Oh, hmm. like Lord of the Flies, we almost watched and then that got replaced with holes. And so that kind of warped it a little bit because it's like a oh, yeah. kid's work camp. And then I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like going from um, Battle Royale to holes is kind of a stretch. OK, well, Sigourney Weaver tries to murder Zero. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we should do the intro. Hello, and welcome back to Pod in This Together, the podcast where we don't sing the intro anymore. <laughs> You're still like so bitter about it, I guess. Like, it's all I had. It, really, that was my shtick, and it's gone. Would you like to sing it? But really, is there like, what's our new line? We've been discussing this the whole time that we've been doing, I think we're six in or something like that, and we haven't. Brandon and I keep ripping off, like, this is the movie, or this is the podcast where we watch whatever movies we want, because it's our podcast and not yours. You, I feel like I've heard that somewhere before, but I'll use it. Hello, and welcome to Pod and This Together, the podcast where we watch the movies we want to, because it's our podcast and not yours. So this week, we're watching Battle Royale. Battle Royale. I think it's the first foreign film that we've watched it is definitely a foreign film i forgot i mean i Me knew too. i knew but like it started playing and we have to take notes while we watch these movies so we can easily reference them and so i usually if there's an option i'll usually watch the subtitled version of something and i couldn't do that with this because then it's just hard to watch and type and blah 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 i mean it, you had to watch the subtitled version no i found i got a i got a different version you got an audio the dub the dubbing is not good that's why you always watch the sub oh i was in the middle of explaining why i didn't joshua oh but also i didn't realize this i need to confirm because i was reading an av club article that i haven't i didn't check the date on but it claims that there hasn't been an official u.s release of this movie ever 
Oh, is that why it was on YouTube for free? <laughs> I think so, because I guess the issue is that they haven't found a distribution company willing to put it out. Mm. So there's there's import or like import versions. Like you can import it in English uh, from other from Japan, presumably, or you can get the like Japanese version, but then it wouldn't be coded right for most DVD players. Weird. But I didn't know that because like this movie is obviously a cult classic. Yeah, a cult classic. Okay, no, I guess you can buy it for twenty dollars <laughs> at Target now. So <laughs> it's it's a here. I I think that's newer. I don't previously. Think, yeah, I, I bet that article was fairly old. This movie came out in like 2001? 2000. This is the 20th anniversary podcast celebration. Oh, that's why it's the start of the millennium. I get it now. <laughs> Y2K. No, K2I. Y2K. No, that's that's something else. What's K2I? Are you thinking of KY Jelly? <laughs> yeah, yes. I made that mistake the other day. Oh, no. Can you please... <laughs> I was trying to say how, like, when it turned 2020, the computers would mess up again. Like, like the KY incident. So sad that you elaborated, because before you explained that, it was just you sounding like an idiot. It sounded like, like went to the store and there was, like, uh, the choice between something named KY and something. This is not the right energy for this movie. The, what energy is right for this movie? This was wild. Oh, gosh. I will oh. say, I thought I had seen this before. In reality, I was thinking of a Korean movie called Volcano, something Volcano Mountain, Volcano High. I had never seen this. That's why I'm here. That's why I watched it. I have seen it, but I, I it must have been a while ago. I think I maybe saw it like 10 years ago. Something around there. Oh, dang. I don't feel like I remember it that oh. well. I mean, it go, it's fast-paced and a yeah. lot happens. A so lot I don't know happens. if I remember it well. And there's like 40 kids. So I tried my best and I'm probably going to mispronounce stuff additionally. So That is A-okay because this was complicated. Let's start. Let's just talk about like the premise of this movie. They start out by giving us like why Battle Royale happens. It's I a mean, very quick explanation they're like hey everything has fallen apart it's the millennium society has collapsed kind of but we see clips of things it looked normal (laughs) yeah um but they've made an educational reform act and basically the worst performing school has to go to the this island where they all have to kill each other snap i tried reading the book one time and i didn't finish it that okay Ooh, that's a good place to start because this whole movie reads like a manga mm-hmm. there's also a manga of it well i mean did it start out as a manga we should know that we should know that five years later <laughs> battle royale the novel came out in 1999 okay the movie came out in 2000 there's a sequel which was a sequel to the movie that came out in 2003 it's it's not considered good no and then the manga came out in it was came out 2000 to 2005 so it's like book, then manga, and movie, then manga like went on for longer. That's kind of what I figured. So yeah, we get we get that explanation. It starts out with like this girl who's smiling, and she presumably won the previous one. Ooh, that was creepy. It was really good. She's like holding a teddy bear, and she's just like smirks, which like like did she kill people, or did she hide, or did she like act cute to like get through it, and then at the end she killed someone? Like I need to know. 
Well, the thing with it is, is like, even if you're pretending to be cute, like these aren't all stranger children. It's not like Hunger Games where Katniss never really talked to people in the other, what's it called? The other Oh yeah, on the other, yeah. This is, imagine yourself, your freshman year of high school with a bunch of people you go to school with. Like you, you're going to know like, oh, she's cute, but she's actually really smart. Like I know that she's in all these AP class. Like you're going to like know in your head all this, I guess, strategy for like what people are actually like. Yeah. And which ones you want to kill first. Or which ones you could befriend and form a, okay. um. Look, just because society and the economy have collapsed doesn't mean these kids don't know how to have fun. They shoot hoops. They shoot them hoops. That's about all the fun that I saw, though. And it keeps flashing back to this apparently very important basketball game. Was a big deal for their class, okay? It was. They had a good time. It looked fun. I was like, yeah, okay, I'd go. But other than that, some kid's dad kills himself (laughs) and his mom leaves. His mom leaves and he comes home and his dad has hung himself and then he pukes because, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how this movie starts. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of really mixed feelings. His name is Shoyu? Shuya. Shuya. Okay. I tried really hard to get the names. <laughs> it's it's okay because I, yeah. But then they're going on a class trip. Did you get to go on any class trips? Um, yes. Like the fire station does that count as a high schooler (laughs) (laughs) no oh my god as a high schooler i went to greensdale colorado what for a jazz convention okay there it is yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like as a group you your whole like team got judged by like a fancy jazz person but it was really Like, it's one of those things where I'm not really into jazz, but it was still cool. Like, they had, every night, had performances by, like, top people in, like, the jazz world. That was really eye-opening, because I'm like, dang, like, they're talented, and they're doing things, and that's my story. (laughs) Did you go on any class trips? Um... I know I just made fun of you a second ago for the whole jazz convention thing, but I got to go to Worlds of Fun with my choir. Uh, I don't even have have a clap back for that. The year after I graduated, instead of Worlds of Fun, they got to go to Disney World. So that was cool. What the? Yeah, I'm fine. It was a decade ago. I'm definitely not still a little bit bitter about it. It's okay. If I would have stayed in band for one more year, they all went to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl. Okay, well, that's you quitting band, not you aging out. I know, but like still, would you, those things always come with stipulations. Class field trip equals, oh, okay, sell 10,000 cookies. Chocolate bars and parking at the state fair. Parking. And you got to come up with like $1,800. The life hack is I had a, a job when I turned like 14. So when I had to do fundraisers, a lot of the times I just eat a lot of my own chocolate and then buy it. I was a self-made I, woman. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what your <laughs> self-help book would be. And it'd be like, self-made woman, eat your own chocolate bars. Okay, that kind of sounds like the girl wash your face books. So. It works. <laughs> it worked for me. Look where I am in my dirty apartment recording a podcast that nobody listens to. Oh my God, about a movie that's so tragic. <laughs> well, I hang out with my friend who's wearing a shawl with a blanket he got at World Market. Are you coming for my brand? why is it only on one shot are you drinking wine white wine (laughs) in a stemless glass yes 
It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Have I been watching too much Grace and Frankie? Maybe. Um, so oh let's my. talk about these kids killing each other. It's tragic. Okay. They they on this they're on this class trip. Doesn't pan out for them. They all end up on a deserted island. That yeah, that's it. They're on a deserted island. It's not like not like you go and it's a place that nobody's ever lived before, though. It's like an island that the government made everybody leave so they could do this death battle. Ooh, yeah. It was cool. I was vibing. These kids all have like shock collars on. First of all, not stylish. If you're gonna have like a choker, like make it cute. Like if you know, like the ones that dangle, like they have like cute little charms or something. That is definitely the biggest issue with these death necklaces that they all have on. A death, death, death lick is death, like death neck. Nope, I can't make it a word. Death lick, death cliss. <laughs> it doesn't work. Murder clip. It's a flaw. Murderless. Murderless. A choker. <laughs> yes, a death choker. No, just a choker. Okay, they're chokers. They will blow your head off if you what leave the island if you're in a bad zone if there's still people alive at the end of this thing they will kill them by blowing your head off or if you talk back to the teacher apparently they like one of the kids gets a knife to their head and another gets their head blown off by the teacher and like show them like their current teacher who's like all dead and he's like it's fine he doesn't have anything to say it was a lot he he was like yeah he was kind of charismatic and he gives like this spiel He's like, you got to respect your elders, kids. And like, you all are horrible because you skip school and stuff. Well, and there's the one kid that he ends up killing because, well, first of all, he's like, hey, I, when you were a kid, an under younger kid, I told you to drop out and that you shouldn't even bother with school because you suck at it so much. Oh, my God. And so you stop showing up to school, but you think that you can show up to the class trip. And that's not how it's going to be, sis. And so then later on, that kid acts up while they're still going through the preliminary, explaining to them what's happening. And he ends up like throwing an axe through his head or a knife. I think it's a knife. I think he's the one who's got his head blown off. Maybe. There's two deaths in the beginning when they're still like in the classroom. It's one gets a knife through his head and one gets his head just like, it's not even like head blown off. It's like the veins get exploded. I liked his throwback. What okay, the cool thing about this movie is they have like if this movie was just straight up killing nonstop, I would have been like, I'm not into this. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's funny or fun or whatever. But what made this awesome was like the throwback sequences where you get to know the characters more. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That scene for that guy who didn't stop going to school, you see why he went on the field trip. And it was because a girl wrote to him and was like, I just want to see you again. Like, I hope you're doing well. I hope you come on the class trip. There's a lot of romance in this. There's a lot of romance in this. It pauses. It goes at a breakneck speed, but then it pauses all the death to go give these kids like origin stories where it's like talking about cliques in school and like socioeconomic levels and like their childhood trauma and how that relates and then even just like the world falling apart and how all of that kind of does play into how they interact with each other like with this new society that they have to live in for three days right it's almost too much to process because there's so many factors and you're throughout this whole thing you're like how would i act uh if i were thrown into the situation like what kind of person would i be yeah uh do i respect my elders do i need to <laughs> like what would happen if this were reality 
I mean, the guy's saying respect your elders, but I don't, I feel like this is the time where as a kid, you should definitely question authority. Yeah. Because you're like, even if everything's falling apart, should you punish? I mean, obviously the answer is no, for me at least. Should you punish the worst performing school by making them all kill each other? Or should you look at why they're underperforming and try to improve it with better curriculum right. and support? Or... Yeah, it seems really, really far-fetched that that would be the answer to anything. Because like most of these kids seem pretty smart and right. like really adaptive to this environment, which is a crazy environment. So yeah, they're just misguided or something. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I loved, so they hand out weapons to all the kids. Can we wait one second before that? They have this video that's basically a tutorial of like, this is why you're here. And it's like this cutest little like pop star woman who's like, hello, everybody. And welcome to Battle Royale. It'd be like the equivalent of like 2001 Britney Spears. It's like, welcome, everybody. You're going to go murder each other now. Or like Dolly Parton or somebody just like so like, hello. Hi, everyone. It was so good. That's when I knew. Okay, up until this point, this movie had been extremely serious. And that moment was when I was like, oh, okay, this movie has some humor to it. It's not just straight up, take this seriously. It's like, no, you can laugh about this. And it's it's supposed to be kind of fun. But I think to tie it into the Hunger Game thing, it's like so different because... Hunger Games spend so much time talking about how unique and different their world is. I think this one does a really good job of saying like, hey, this is our society. Yeah. And like realistically, I nothing like this is ha- going to happen, but it's also like, I, I think it's comparable to like how if you're at a poor school, it's like the military recruiters hang out there a lot more and a oh, lot more right. persistent trying to like recruit stuff like that, where it's like our, our modern society might not be as comparable to this is like oh they're gonna send a bunch of kids to go kill themselves but there are like weird tie-ins i think to even american society even though it's a japanese film whereas hunger games was like a very clearly different world yeah we live in now like it would take a lot of steps to get there there's definitely a lot of themes that i noticed hunger games had taken from this Mm -hmm. um like like the zones Mm -hmm. the announcements where they read off who died every day though a lot of the romance too like the whole the romance thing is what kept this movie going yeah very much so the same as hunger games yeah what i was thinking though hello are we ready in hunger games and in this one we need we need gay representation (laughs) like show me a gay guy with an axe who like kills everyone and like is and is awesome. Okay, just go rewatch Versace. Okay, it is the same thing. <laughs> no, I actually there was a moment we can get to. I mean, I can mention now. There's a part where there are two female characters who are fighting, and I thought there was something there, but then I remember mm. that it was in 2000, and that, that even today it wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. In 2000, it might have been a thing, but for different reasons. Yeah. But the weapons. Time. the weapons. The weapons. The I weapons. loved how they hand out the weapons to the kids, and they just kind of just throw it in a bag in their face. And, like, some of you will get good things. Some of you will get other things. The girl in the video pulls out an axe, and she's like, wow, somebody got really lucky. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, wait, that's lucky? What am I going to get? Yeah. I love how the main characters get a pot and binoculars not even a pot just a lid 
A pot lid, yes. Because at least a pot, if it's like a cast iron, you'd be okay. You could hit someone. And like binoculars, if she were buddied up with the person who had the arrows, maybe those would be useful. Yeah. I even then it's not like a weapon. It's or a if, if tool. It, yeah, if this like lasted longer, she could maybe use like the sun and the binoculars to make a fire, but it's three days. She doesn't really need that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would I would open it and have like a rubber ducky would be my luck. I would probably get something useful but not know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what you would get? You would get a flint and steel. Oh dang, my kryptonite. Where I'd be like, well, now's as good a time as any to buckle down and learn this. You just like blow up your house somehow. That seems right. There's so much to go. There's so much that happens. There's oh my a, God. a lot of small moments. Um, we, as Josh mentioned, their different zones are going to become dangerous and your necklaces will just explode if you're in the wrong one. And then that's like in the part where they explode. Yeah, we already kind of. There's two different transfer students, I Ooh, think. Yeah. It was confusing because at the beginning, it seemed like they all didn't know them. But later on, it seemed like the transfer student with the longer shaggy hair, like they knew him to some extent. And then the short haired one is he's a survivor of a previous game, like the one right before this. Yeah, they seem like implants, like they someone wanted them to be there. So they put them there. Well, and and I think make- what he says, like, yeah, they made me come back and do this to like shake it up. Yeah, which, like, at that point, you have to start questioning, too. Like, that already sets the precedent that more than one kid can survive. Oh, yeah. How did... Wait. Because at the he's saying the girl at the beginning is, like, the one that he was with. No. He must have been one from several years ago. Yeah. There must have been more. So, they didn't really make that clear. Yeah. I was under the impression this was, like, the second one that's what i thought because they showed the first girl yeah so i was like this is the second but it must be more than that or maybe there's some going on simultaneously wouldn't this class know about this new act if this is going on i there was like journalists and stuff taking pictures of the girl at the first one but maybe it's something that like i don't know because they acted the teacher was like have you guys ever heard of the battle royale act and they all seemed like confused still but maybe it's just because they're like no good and they don't follow the news. But I feel like you'd hear about it. Like if you're in this school, yeah. you're like, oh God, we're like an F average. We need oh, right. <laughs> collectively need to get our shit together. Otherwise, what's the point of this? That's true. Yeah, they should really be. I cannot deal with your shawl. Maybe I'm cold. <laughs> I know it's 50 degrees out, but I'm freezing. You just keep dramatically like fluffing it. Like. I... <laughs> Yeah, no, like if you're in a school and you know that this is a law, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah, cheat, I would cheat try for to do your better. friends. You're like, do your friends' homework to make sure that you don't end up there. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, one of the transfer students takes down like a whole group of kids, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. He's he wants to be there because he wants to kill people. That's what I got from it. Well, yeah, and, and like, like twelve kids, weapons. twelve kids die in the first first day and even over the announcement they're like you're keeping a really good pace so far like you bought into this idea very quickly even though as far as we know aside from the transfer student most of the deaths up to this point are kind of accidental yeah they were the kids are like fumbling around and just scared tell me if you're given like uh what's it called the bow with the like trigger oh yeah a crossbow a crossbow um if you're given one of those like you're not gonna accidentally just like die 
Oh yeah. What they don't show is that in order to load a crossbow, it takes a t- it, you have to like pull back. It's like 50 pounds of like weight or like force that you have to pull. I'm like, did he really load those himself? Cause he was, you know, little chunkers. <laughs> What is this? (laughs) I don't know how to talk about all these kids killing each other. Like, I just don't. Again, to keep referencing it to the Hunger Games, but I don't think we can't do that. Like, in Hunger Games, kids almost die, and then the camera shoots to, like, the announcers of the Hunger Games being like, oh, my. In this one, they're like, no, this kid just has an axe in his head now. You're welcome. Which, that was my favorite part. Um... Like, this kid with an axe rolls up and, like, starts to kind of, like, scream and run at him, at, like, our main dude, until he kind of, like, falls over and drops the axe and then, like, does a somersault and his head runs into the axe and he's just like, oh, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to run at you. And then he dies. Yeah. (laughs) Which I feel like that's more real life. Well, and then there's, like, a little part, too, where... there's two girls and they're like hey guys we don't need to fight let's all work together we can figure something out and then kiriyama just comes up and kills them both immediately that was yes was like that's also i feel like i would be the one to try to like i guess the zones kind of stop this but i try to find a nice house and just wait it out i mean i think we've played minecraft hunger games together before right maybe and like that's what I I just find a place I try to find some treasure chests oh, food you do. and then just camp out until I can't but I'm not good at fighting. Knew, you knew that you're gonna die at the end of this. I but there has to be a way out of it. I feel like there's a way to outsmart the system. You gotta. I don't want to play their game. I don't think I could do it. That's. Uh, I mean, if I were gonna partner with someone, I would partner with you. <laughs> so you could just kill me at the end. Because I know you're vegan. If you can't even kill animals, like, how are you going to kill me? That's no, that's that's a valid good technique. Because, like, I don't know that I would be able to, like, I have, like, I have a survival instinct. I could kill zombies. I just don't know if I could, like, like, my brain just doesn't. There's been points where I'm on a roller coaster or something and I'm trying, like, to will my hands to let go of the bar in front of me. My brain is just like, no, we're not doing this. And I'm just like, you're right. I'm not doing this. You know, roller coasters are comparable to killing humans. I mean, kinda. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you how I feel about this. <laughs> not as peaceful. I feel like I, if I had to, I would probably be okay. Like, not on record, not on a podcast, or on recording. I'm not saying that I would kill people, but I feel like I would. I would like figure it out. That's a very like future tense. Can you say that you haven't previously? <laughs> I've never thought about this. But I think if I were forced into this situation, I I would do the best that I could. Yeah, it would be good for you to buddy up with me because, like, I would not. Yeah. But yeah, those those kids get killed. There's there's a group of boys. I feel like these are the this is the group I would actually hang out with. They're the ones who are pushing a generator up the stairs, and then they use to get a laptop and a bunch of phones working because they want to try to hack into the system that the military people who are running this operation use. Oh my gosh, these boys! I'm like. Yes. Okay. Do your operation. Get the generator upstairs. But do you have to scream every time you do something? They were like, okay, one, two, three. Ah! One, two, three. Ah! I'm like, 
there's people hunting you down. Why are you screaming? <laughs> That's like the equivalent of there's been several times where I'm like using a stairwell at work or something, and I'm just like very operation focused, like what's my mission? And then I'm just so lost in getting the thing, or even at work. I'm in a, a really teeny room all day with two other people. And the other day I was like in the middle of this really stressful task that I couldn't figure out. And just under my breath, I went, hmm, what am I doing? And then the coworker was like, are you okay? <laughs> I do that too, but like. I feel like that's what you Not when here. I'm being hunted down. It, you seem to have experience in this, but I just, I feel like it could easily like happen. It's even at the gym if you have headphones on and you're doing a deadlift, you're like, hmm. Right. It's kind of easy once you're with your friends too and you feel like you've kind of found a safe space to just like not care as much. I can't relate to that. And it shows. I don't well, there's a more on them later. They they're they're working to try and like make bombs and get and destroy the system. Well, okay, I think I would hang out with them. And then on the other end of that, there's the group of girls, and I kind of wish it weren't so gender divided here but is what that's it is. how it is in like middle school though i mean i don't kind of in my in my school if you liked lord of the rings you're one of the crew <laughs> ew <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sitting at that table what was the book that you carried around for four years the hobbit okay i never read it though so i'm still cool <laughs> so you like weren't even cool enough to hang out with my friends what i did have was the pianist which I also never read, and I just watched the movie. There's a book? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a book. You're like, I'm pretty sure this happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wish that it hadn't been as... The girls are at this one house, and yeah. the girls are, like, making dinner and trying to have, like, they're playing house effectively, and they're kind of just like, we're going to see what happens. Meanwhile, this group of three boys is like, we're going to break the system by hacking. I wish like right. it could have been a little bit more. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 They were very much playing house with their three days. This was a really long three days, in my opinion. I feel like in there, I've been on camping trips that are one day that feel a lot longer. <laughs> oh, my God. I always feel like I'm gonna like camping and then you get out there and you're just like I don't need this much me time you know when you wake up from camping and you're like I'm ready to go <laughs> that's how I feel all the time yeah there was one time we went camping <laughs> it's just my life <laughs> like when you wake up in your bed you're like no I think I'm good not doing this anymore <laughs> yeah I'm done <laughs> no there is a point one time my partner and I went camping and it was warmer outside than we would have preferred. We're like, oh no, it'll be fun. It'll be fine. So we like camp and then it's like 2 a.m. and we wake up and it's just sweltering hot in our tent. And we're just like, we can go home now. We've done all of the camping <laughs> and then just go, yeah. home and go to bed at like 3 a.m. I can't tell you how many camping trips have ended in us like packing up at 12 a.m. and just going home. Yeah. Like, you know, and also there's the part where I'm going to sleep too. Where I'm like, I'm just in a tent. It would be really easy to murder me right now. I don't know how to, I thought I had a cool transition back into the, to this movie, but I don't. Would you trust people if you were in this position? Because that's the thing with me is like, I don't, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. Some of these kids took it a little too like loosey goosey and they mm -hmm. were like putting on makeup and creating uh, they were just like out in the open sleeping taking a nap and I'm like what are you doing like hide 
I've known you for a very long time and I think I kind of trust you. But if we were in this situation, I would not take my eyes off. Even if we were like partners in this, where we're like, it's you and I, like, I wouldn't, I'd be like, this, this fucker might get me because it's going to be one of us can only live. I can't think of anybody that I'd be like, oh yeah, no, it's cool. Only one of us can survive, but let's just like take a nap. Right. It would be so easy to just like, okay, one more down. Yeah. Like, how do we, yeah. Well, and not even that is like, I got to kill them before they kill me. Right. Because like, how do you know that they're, maybe I just have trust issues, but I feel like. No, that's, that's, I think that's one of the biggest basis of this movie is like trust. Who do you trust? How do you trust them? Are you good trusting everyone? Like, should everyone just trust each other more or should we trust each other less? Yes, is the answer. Like, that's the question of this movie. Well, then it's like the ones like that are trusting the system who are just buy into this right away where they just start killing people versus the people who are like, no, there has to be a way to break the system because like this is right. a fair policy versus the girls who play house who are like, oh, we can just kind of ignore it and things should work themselves out. But then the second shit goes wrong. They're like, oh no, we are in this. We do have to kill each other. Right. I thought the biggest moment for trust was when the transfer student describes how his first round went with his girlfriend who like they were both together until the end until she shot him right at the end and then something went wrong and she died because she was in his own and then at the end she's like thank you and he's like what the frick like i loved you and then you shot me and tried to kill me but then what i feel like he tries to spend the whole time figuring out what that meant and the way that i took her thank you to mean was that she like spent the whole game with him trying not to buy in and like accept their system and accept the rules that they all have to kill each other. But then she got to a point where they show that like when you get towards the end, your necklace starts beeping or whatever. So like somebody got to die, you're both going to die if you don't do it within the time frame. And so she slipped up and she's like, I need to save myself and then shot him and then was immediately like, oh my God, what have I done? Right. Even if you win, you live with like, probably survivor's guilt where you're like i survived this yeah and then it's also kind of like if you've survived this then what like we see that he ended up having to get forced back into the game even if you survive kind of life yeah what kind of life and then also you have the guilt of killing somebody you really cared about to like and then you're a part of their system i think at the beginning they say something like winning doesn't come doesn't mean you're free like you're still seen as a murderer like so it's kind of like there is no there is no positive. So like in her way, thank you was kind of like, I'm free. Like I don't need to. Yeah. Don't have to. Yeah. And like if he had died, then she would have had to live with the fact that she shot him in the back and like. Right. Gosh. There's this girl, Chigusa, and she had like a very traumatic childhood that we see a little bit of where her mom is oh passed gosh. out and she has a lot of money and there's this man in her house. And I feel like the implication was that the man had paid the mom to let him do something to her like five-year-old daughter yeah and it's a really uncomfortable scene with the girl standing there and he's like undressing a doll that he's named her oh my god and then she pushes him down the stairs oh yeah and so like she has this mindset of like you have to protect yourself nobody else is gonna save you like your my mom didn't even protect me like she let other people hurt me snap that was like oh my god and then yeah the most annoying thing is this kid had a tracker where he could track anyone Mm -hmm. and so he goes and looks down like his crush who he's never said he had a thing for and then she shoots him because obviously he's running towards her and being like hey hey 
Yeah. And she shoots him. And then he's like, leave. I love you. Someone's going to come because they heard gunshots. And then that girl who had the problematic childhood comes up and shoots her. And then the other transfer student comes and shoots her. And then in the end, I'm like, who picked up the tracker though? Because that's really useful. And no one did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I I guess at that point, like nobody heard it. It's just there. Yeah, because there is a lot of stuff where once people die, obviously you're going to loot them. Yeah, all the loot. Nanahara wakes up in a house and there's like a ton of girls living there, like five, I think. And the girl that he wakes up next to is like laughing hysterically because she's like, I've never touched a man before. And she was the one who bandaged him up after he got in a fight with the transfer. <laughs> this was cute. And I was like, oh, I like this part because it's all like no one's killing each other and it's happy. And it's in a cute lighthouse. It's I love lighthouses. I love lighthouses. That lasted all of like one minute, though. Mm-hmm. Apparently, one of the girls had seen the axe incident where the guy rolled onto his axe, and she thought that Naha Nanahara did it, which he kind of did but didn't. So she just tries purpose. to poison him, ends up poisoning another girl, and then they all turn on each other. How she dies from the poison is so good. She like spurts blood out of her mouth. I want to know that kind of poison. I mean, I don't need it, but like the girls were like, "What?" she died from poison how that was fast yeah it was like, like yeah um, i'm having the same questions here but then it's funny because they all start pointing it's like a an old west shootout where it's like everybody's pointing their gun at somebody else except nobody's pointing it at the really really quiet girl who actually did the poisoning right who's standing back like oh crap i messed up yeah because like oh obviously it can't be her and so basically everybody shoots everybody except she survives she survives she lets nanahara out and he's like, what happened? She doesn't really talk. And then she walks to the top of the lighthouse and jumps off. So, yeah. I guess the big part is that the group of three boys, they're making bombs as well as hacking into the system. And yeah. so they successfully hack the system. And it's like a really cool, typical... People who know computer stuff are always like, that's not what hacking looks like. But nobody wants to see some stupid terminal open and whatever. They show like weird animations of like a basketball player getting a slam dunk oh, as yeah. he hacks the system. Like, give me this. This is way more entertaining than what actually it was cool. Would look like. Also, awesome was the soldiers or guards who like ran up to the computer and like were screaming, Nale! like, and like hitting the computer. I'm like, I don't know what they think they're doing, but they're not <laughs> helping. It's clear, like, military, like, there's no like. Uh, Katana, Katana, the teacher, the professor, whatever. He's the only one who actually understands anything. He just like walks over and just like turns off the power. Yeah. I think all three of the kids who like did the hacking and the bombs died though. Yeah. They're, uh, Kiriyama shows up, the transfer student who's just basically, ah. I, I appreciate him as a character. You got to have the sociopath at the same time. I just feel like his whole purpose was like, Everybody got to die somehow, and if you just make him the person, the John Wick, who, effectively, right? Who it's wipes done. everyone out? Yeah, because yeah, you get like a nice little subplot, and then they all die, and it's cleaned up pretty nicely. It was a two-hour-long movie, so realistically, like we didn't need any more time with all these characters that needed to die anyway. That's true. But then there's an explosion, and the short-haired transfer boy kills Kiriyama. This is when they have the like twist. Sorry, spoilers. Where the other transfer <laughs> like student, an hour in. the other transfer student is like, "Ha ha ha! I got you. You thought I was saving you, but really, you're my ticket out of here." 
bang, bang. And I, at this point, I was like, okay, I see what's going on by this point. Like, hello. Oh, yeah, I definitely um, knew what was happening. And that's when the teacher's like, nope, you don't have to look for bodies. It's all fine. It's over. Don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, extra suspect. The teacher, Katano, at this point, like, he's been weird with the, what's the girl's name? I don't actually at least say her name, like, once in this podcast. Noriko? Um, there's been a point where she goes to comfort Shuya who's been hurt and he's not dying or he doesn't die but she goes to comfort him the teacher comes and I thought it was a dream sequence at first because he brings her an umbrella and he's like don't catch a cold out here and this was after she had a dream about him and she's like yeah I had a dream where's me and him alone on a beach and I'm like oh no and then she's like he just seemed really lonely I'm like okay that's not I'm so (laughs) glad that like that didn't go where I thought it was going yeah there was a weird connection between them the game ends technically he sends the military people out that's when all of the transfer student nanahara and the girl all come in and they're like yo guess what we alive and we don't need our neck things we figured out how to disable them they wrap it up really tightly katana's like oh yeah i knew that you figured out how to cheat the necklaces this whole time i'm like okay we could have seen him Mm -hmm. doing that but it's fine then he unveils his painting the teacher unveils his painting. And at this point, I was like, uh, mm, you should go back to art school. Because, like, mm. You didn't like it? I thought it, it had some, sad. like... sad. I mean, yeah, I guess. They did keep it dramatically zooming in on different parts of it, which were kind of, like, hand-sketched. But, like, he doesn't... They did show that he has paint <laughs> at the place, which I thought was nice. <laughs> it was just one of the... This, it was one of those things where this movie was very serious and then he pulls off a cloth revealing this painting that looks like a kid's painting and you're like oh I, I like and in the middle of it is that girl i think he tries to like make her shoot him and in the end the other kid shoots him and then he stay, stays alive and answers a phone call and he tells his daughter who hates him that like he's not coming home and she's like okay fine dad i don't care and then he eats a cookie, which I thought was a very Josh way to die, where he's like, this was the last cookie. These cookies are so good. And then, like, his last moment is of him enjoying, like, a box treat. I understood that moment, but I was bad because he didn't get to chew it all the way. He just put it in his mouth, and he was like, mm, the last cookie. I was like, that could have been someone else's cookie. <laughs> Somebody else who comes to this island with a bunch of bodies everywhere, and they're like, oh, a treat. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> cookie no blood on this part but then it's not over yet they get on a boat and they're going and the short hair transfer student has been like hurt in his tummy and so he's clearly gonna die and so he's like oh because he's lied a couple of times at one point he says his dad is a chef this time he says his dad is a, a boat captain and so he's like just c- keep steering forward you're bound to hit land sometime yeah he's like i probably won't see you again later and it'll be hard but i don't want to talk to you guys like and i'm like oh boy you're about to die yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go close my eyes for oh, oh i'm just gonna go take a nap yeah i don't know how i felt about that but yeah then they there's like a title card and it says wanted for murder and it has shuya and shuya noriko's <laughs> pictures on it i don't know their names i think i said the wrong ones earlier but yeah we get there in they're back on the mainland and they're in front of a vending machine and she we get a voiceover that says like she went to go say goodbye to her sleeping parents and she like grabbed a knife which was the knife that katano got stabbed by earlier in the movie i guess and then they're wearing baseball caps, which is the like Marvel Universe slash Joe from you. Like, yeah. I'm invisible now. 
know, I'm wearing a baseball cap, which if I see people in baseball caps, I'm just going to assume that they're murderers, but same suspicious and that's battle royale i feel like this was i want to do more foreign movies on this podcast because i think there are a ton that i enjoy that would be fun to talk about i think this one was a little bit too ambitious (laughs) and i didn't even think about it because i've watched it before enjoyed it just it's such a different experience watching it and then having to try to explain it in a way that makes sense. Yeah, there's a, there's so many things going on. There's like ethics, there's romance, there's mm-hmm. love, there's youth, there's society, there's... Uh... It's a very ambitious movie. There's, I think, 25 kids or something. I mean, it's a class. It's a full class worth of yeah. people and they all die pretty quickly. And so it's just hard to keep, you need like a roster. Like I was cross-referencing Wikipedia to get their names. And then as soon as I'd be like, I know this person's name now, that person would be dead and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It did go by very quickly for two hours though. It did. I mean, I was enthralled nonetheless in this movie. And it gives you a very specific, like weird vibe, like, I don't even know how to describe the weird feeling that you get, but I've gotten it from other things. It makes me genuinely think of how I felt reading Lord of the Flies again recently, where it's like this oh, weird, okay. ice, like a yes. weird sense of isolation. That, okay, ooh, yes, okay. Not because it's Japanese, but Death Note, similar vibe, where you're like, you're alone, you're killing people, you're like questioning the world. Yeah, because that one, especially that one, since it's written from the the mind of the protagonist doing the killing, like it's very isolated because he doesn't really, he's not able to tell anybody. Right. So I would watch this again and I would recommend it. And how would you like to die? I genuinely think that I would be one of the, ha- are we talking like just in general? Because like, obviously I want to die in my sleep at an old age. But it, in, in this movie. Okay, in this movie, I would be one of the boys who... I would like be hanging out with the boys who were trying to hack and trying to find a way to the only reason the transfer student who had previously been in battle royale the only way that he was able to work how he worked is because he had a pre-existing knowledge where he's like hey the rules are kind of bullshit like they made me come back even though I won but like nobody else seemed to have a pre-existing knowledge so I'd like to think that I'd try to find a way like via technology or anarchy bomb making to like try to say hey I don't want to I'm not going to participate in this game Wait, but that's not how you die. They die. I mean, they die in the process of doing that. Like their own bombs get them. You're going to die by your own bomb. I would die while trying to fight the system. Via a landmine that you forgot you placed and then you ended up stepping on. I have a really bad sense of direction, okay? Lori, whatever you do, do not go north. Okay. Do I, wait, what were the, what were the questions? Okay, I guess the questions are, would you watch this again? Would okay. you recommend somebody else watch it? And how would you like to die in the universe of this and not in your own life? Thank you. Would I recommend this? Um, to a very, very specific select few who I thought would enjoy the dark feeling you get watching this? Yes. Otherwise, maybe hold off. Would I watch this again in 10 more years when I forget about it again and want to revisit? Yes. How would I want to die? You would be one of the girls in the house. Excuse me? (laughs) Tell me I am wrong. Who's like making food and trying to make everyone feel happy. And then like the second anything goes wrong, you're like, you bitch, you turned on me. (laughs) You bitch. And then they're like, I already poisoned your food. And I'd be like, oh shit. Oh yeah, that's uh, poison. 
From a cookie. From a cookie. Oh my God, that's it. Snap. I would die from a cookie. You'd like to be poisoned by your own friend, noted. Um, <laughs> just subjectively <laughs> like, cover your other shoulder with your shawl. <laughs> I never. I don't no. know why you're like British, but. um. <laughs> Two truths and a goof. 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 Goof me up, sugar daddy. Goof me. Okay. <laughs> Goof me up, sugar daddy. <laughs> you let me go on too long. I feel like we did the best we could with this movie. If you're, if this was hard to follow, just go watch it yourself, and you're interested. We're not. We we can do that during the out the no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we tried. I feel like anybody who's listening to this has seen it or is at least curious about it. True, and they just wanted to relive other people's deaths i will say watching this at 7 a.m started my day off kind of weird oh i watched it literally 10 minutes before we started recording uh i saw you write the notes in real time (laughs) you're like oh she's at that part the characters from the anime slash manga series slam dunk appears icons used by the hackers this is one of the top 10 highest grossing films in japan or only the lead tatsuya fuiwara I'm so sorry. Uh, she was the only one to have a stunt double. There's a goof somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe there was not an image used from an anime. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's incorrect. Nobody <gasps> had stunt doubles. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, I'm saying the word he right now because I said she a second ago for the name that I mentioned. And I'm going to clip that in so I don't sound horrible. Oh Only God. he had a stunt double there. Whew. Wow. Anyway, okay. That was this podcast. I hope it makes sense. <laughs> we tried. That's all I got. Yeah. Where go. where can they don't need to go to a deserted island to murder people to find out where to find us, Josh? Where can they find us? They could slay us on Ooh. social media. On Facebook, on Instagram on Twitter and email at podmistogether at gmail.com on that note Josh why can't we have an info at podmistogether.com oh my god because that's a dedicated email account I have to pay more for oh that. yeah we don't want to do that okay yeah just podmistogether at gmail.com gmail's credible it's fine it's, yeah yeah